Hello! Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children. Rebecca Richita and Diana, her sister. Stick a bod. Yes. We're out in their backyard, swinging on their swings. Rebecca was swinging back and forth very quickly. And Diana was stuck to the swing chain about halfway up and swinging that way rather than sitting on the seat. (laughs) They had been swinging for a couple minutes and were, as usual, having a grand time when suddenly there was a small popping noise. And in front of them stood a small furry creature that both of them recognized. Stupendous Rufal. Yes, that is exactly what they said. They said, look, it's a stupendous Rufal. The Rufal sort of nodded its head and said, yes, my name is Ah! And at that moment, it blinked out of the way and reappeared up on top of their swing set because their dog, Peanut, had seen the Rufal, had thought it was a squirrel, and had gone charging towards it at full speed. And so the woofle had had to blink out of Peanut's way. It took Rebecca and Diana a moment to figure out where the woofle had gone. Then Rebecca said, here, Peanut. And she held Peanut by the collar and said, sorry about that. She thought you were a squirrel. Ah, how rude, said the woofle. I'm not a squirrel. I'm a stupendous woofle. Yeah, said Rebecca. Well, you know, to a dog, you look a little bit like a squirrel. Please don't be offended. The woofle sniffed. Very well, it said. My name is Loretta, and I am here because we have a problem and we need your help. We will always help the stupendous woofles. You have helped us so often, said Diana. So then they climbed up into their clubhouse. The woofle appeared beside them and said, Here, put your hands on my back. Peanut stood below them. Rebecca said, Wait just a second. She dashed into the house at full Rachita speed to tell her mommy where she was going, and then dashed back out. So then Rebecca and Rachita disappeared, and Diana disappeared with Loretta, the stupendous woofle. A moment later, they were sitting on a green, grassy valley, surrounded by a ring of trees. The valley was full of small furry animals Um, that, if you had been a dog, might have looked a little bit like squirrels. Um, But since Rebecca and Diana were not dogs, they knew that this valley was full of stupendous woofles. Sorry, what were you going to say, Rebecca? And back at Rebecca and Diana's house, Peanut was looking confused and running in circles around their swing set, trying to figure out where they had gone. Rebecca and Diana sat down. They had never seen so many stupendous woofles in one place before, not even when they had rescued a big bunch of them from the frost fairies. That was the first thing they noticed. The second thing that they noticed was that the stupendous woofles looked unusually sad. Their fur all looked sort of rough and uncombed 
and dull. And their tails were all drooping down. Rebecca said, What's wrong? And Loretta said, This is why we've brought you here. It's been stolen. What's been stolen? said Diana. The recipe for our favorite food, said Loretta. What's your favorite food? said Rebecca. Loretta sniffed. Woofle waffles. Woofle waffles, said Diana. She tried very hard not to smile at the silly sounding name. She said, What are woofle waffles? I told you, said Loretta. They're our favorite food. Of course. Do you know who stole them? We're really not sure, said Loretta. We left them right there on our stump. Your stump? said Rebecca. That's where you keep things safe? Well, we live in a valley, said Loretta. There aren't any safes or filing cabinets, so we have this stump. Rebecca dashed over to the stump. She could see that there was sort of a little square area that didn't have dust that sort of looked like a piece of paper or a book had been there. Next to it, on the stump, there was a red gem, and there was a feather pin. What are these? said Rebecca. Those are our other woofle treasures. The woofle ruby and the woofle pin. Oh, said Rebecca, what are those for? Well, so they're not really for anything, we just like them, so we keep them on the stump of the woofle waffle recipe. Okay, said Rebecca. So, um, whose footprints are these? She pointed at another set of footprints leading off in the grass away. Oh, said Loretta. I don't know. We hadn't noticed those. You all aren't very observant, are you? said Diana. Loretta shrugged. Maybe not. We're woofles. We just go from one place to another, so we don't really get very observant of our surroundings. Well, I'm going to follow these, said Rebecca. Come on, Diana. She had Diana hop on her back, and she ran off at full Regita speed, with Diana carefully looking for where the footprints were and pointing Rebecca where to go next. They ran up the side of the hill and down into the next valley over. The next valley over, at the base of it, was a swamp. At the edge of it, Rebecca stopped. They could see a lot of logs floating in the swamp, which when they looked closer, they realized were not logs at all, but actually alligators. There in the center of the swamp, there was an island on the island in the middle of the swamp there were several alligators with napkins tied around their necks. They were eating large plates of waffles. Hmm, said Rebecca. I think that perhaps we've found our problem. Yeah, said Diana, but how are we getting it back? I don't know, said Rebecca. Hey, alligators! One of the alligators rolled an eye towards her and said, what? As it went back to eating its waffles. We were hoping to get the woofle waffle recipe back from you all. Where are you now? That's too bad. Said Rebecca with her deepest sigh. She said, I'm just going to come over there and take it then. The alligator grinned a big, very toothy grin. Well, why don't you just come on over, he said. I could use some dessert. Yeah, said Rebecca. She said, Diana, I could definitely be okay once I got to the island, but I do not want to try my Rachita speed swimming against an alligator. Yeah, said Diana. Hmm. How are we going to do this? 
They began to walk around the edge of the swamp, looking for perhaps a boat. They could not find a boat. What they did find, though, was that there were a number of trees. Hmm, said Diana. The trees were sort of small, and they had looked like they had been blown down in some sort of windstorm. Rebecca picked one up and laid it out into the swamp. Then she picked another one and laid it against the first one. She said, can you stick these together, Diana? Diana touched them and frowned for a moment, and then the trees stuck together. Excellent, said Rebecca. She shoved both trees together out into the swamp, where they floated. Then she went back and got a third one, dragged it over. Diana stuck it, and together they shoved all three of them out. The trees were now long enough to cross the swamp. Then they began to add more trees to make them wider. Once they had a little bridge, about three trees wide, that went across, Rebecca said, Stay here, Diana. Be ready to help me. She dashed across the trees onto the island. The alligators began to come towards her with their mouths open. Rebecca ran around in circles until she saw, hidden under a large rock, a recipe book that could only be the book of Woofle Waffle recipes. She got it and dashed back towards the bridge, but an alligator, one of them that was not chasing her, had gotten onto the bridge. It was big enough that she could not go around it, and the other, and as she had already gotten on the bridge, she looked back to the island. Another alligator was now behind her and walking towards her. Uh-oh, she said. But at that moment, her stickapod sister gave a great <laughs> flying leap, landed, the alligator. landed on the alligator's back, and jumped with both hands down on its mouth, closing its mouth with a snap and saying, Stick! Then she backed off. Come on, Becca, she said. Rebecca walked right over the top of the alligator that was going, Bye now, said Becca. Then they both turned and dashed across into the valley of the Woofles. Here you go, said Rebecca. Oh, thank you, said the stupendous Woofle. Rebecca said, one other thing. You all can go anywhere, right? Right, said Loretta. You know, you've got some not very friendly neighbors, and I sort of think they might be headed this way. Maybe you should all move and find a different Woofle Valley. All right, said Loretta. Another Woofle picked up the pen, and another Woofle picked up the ruby, and then they all disappeared, except for Loretta. Come on, said Loretta. I'll take you home. The two girls touched Loretta's back and were suddenly sitting on top of their treehouse. Peanut was so surprised that with her tail and her ears stood straight up, and she went, <laughs> Woof! <laughs> the girls slid down the side and gave her a pat on the head. Good dog, they said. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.